When it comes to what you are manifesting into your life, how quickly and how easily, the self-concept is the small hinge on which mighty doors swing. It really determines the upper and lower limits of what you can manifest and how quickly and how easily. To that end, when you upgrade your own self-concept, it's like freeing yourself from a tar pit. It's really that incredible. And what I'm going to do here in this particular episode, I'm going to talk about what is the self-concept? How does it work? How does it actually contribute to and dictate the higher and lower limits of what we can manifest? In the second episode, I'm going to talk about practical everyday ways that we can all upgrade our self-concept, all things that I do and continue to do. And then in the third video, we're going to talk about a whole nother level of self-concept, really talking about the higher self and starting to walk, step into and accept how amazing and worthy and powerful we truly are. So today, let's begin with how does the self-concept work? Why is it controlling what I can and cannot bring into my life or achieve in my life? If you've ever read the book Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Smalt, I highly recommend it. He explains in the book about how our self-concept is the cybernetic mechanism. Just like on a plane, when the pilot sets the destination, if the plane starts to veer a little bit off to one degree or another, it will bring it back on course so that the plane arrives at its destination. Same with the thermostat, set it at 72, it's cold outside, you open a window, the heat's gonna come on to keep the house at 72 degrees. And likewise, when we do things in our lives, our self-concept is gonna keep us in our comfort zone, keep us in a place that's aligned with how we see ourselves. Some other things, uh, when you talk about self-concept, you're talking about identity, self-image, all of these other things, they're not different, they're just really all essentially the same thing. So why exactly is it then that our self-concept controls so much of what we can manifest? I spoke in a recent episode about how the textbook definition of manifesting is to bring forth evidence of or to make certain. And as we manifest things in our lives, we bring forth evidence that is reflective of our current self-concept. We make certain that our life is a reflection of that, right? That's reinforcing that for us. And you can look at this at so many different levels. For example, just simple psychology, you are making choices and interacting with people and perhaps engaging with societal kind of, um, I guess, limitations because of your self-concept. You may or may not take risks or adventure down different paths because of your self-concept, what you believe. And when we start talking about what we believe, we got to talk about feelings, thoughts, emotions, beliefs self-concept, intentions. This is like a cycle or probably better to easily understand, I think, as a sphere with all these things swirling around playing their role. But just to give you an example to put it into perspective, if I have a self-concept that I'm not worthy of something, then psychologically, I am not going to be as bold and aggressive in putting myself in situations where I can obtain that thing or have that experience. I'm not going to establish boundaries uh, to things and experiences in my life that keep me away from having that thing because my self-concept is, oh, this is who I am. These are the things that happen to me in my life. And then if you think about the thoughts and the feelings, so I'm feeling frustrated, angry, small, unworthy, right? And then I have thoughts around that. And then I start looking for evidence in my life. See, this, that happened and this happened. And these are all things that are reinforcing my feelings, my thoughts, my self-concept, that this is all I'm capable of. This is just essentially who I am, my identity. Now, also, while all of this is going on, 
this is our frequency fingerprint, right? Our vibrational fingerprint at this time around all of these things. And I mentioned intention and beliefs. When I go out to do something, my intention might be, oh, I really want to get that job. But if my belief is that I'm not really worthy and my self-concept is you're not really the kind of person who, you know, gets easily into these new positions in life, then as I go into it, I'm not going into it really with the intention of showing up, bringing my best self forward, making it known how perfectly suited I am to this job, right? My intention is like, I'm going to try, I'm going to give it my best, you know, I'm going to work on my resume. And all of these things are working together to keep me in a place in realities to make certain in my life that everything that happens in my life is aligned with my self-concept. In my own self-concept upgrading journey, I had my first experience was initially kind of traumatizing. I'm going to share it with you here. And in reflecting on it, I can't recall how it related to my first experience of reading psychosybernetics and understanding this, whether it was before, during, or after that, but it was in that time frame. And what happened was I was doing a guided meditation that I created my own recording, right? And as I'm listening to it, I hear a voice, an audible voice that says, I am damaged. And at that point, my whole entire life had been about creating the belief within myself of, you know, I am all of these things and I'm so worthy. And I wasn't yet ready to face this type of thing about myself, like realizing that could even be true that I think that about myself. So I was horrified. I jumped up. I ran probably 10 blocks up the street to my friend. She swung into action. She's like, oh, no, 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 you know, cancel, 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 trying to support me and help me out. But then as I walked home, I sort of, you know, put my head down. I was like, I just have to face this. This is true. Somewhere deep inside of me, I believe that I am damaged. And as troubling as that was, only because I hadn't thought about this yet, I hadn't opened myself up to understanding self-concept, how it's ruling my life and what I can do for myself with regard to self-concept. But as I did, and as I walked home, I started to feel kind of excited because I was like, hmm, okay, <laughs> it's out there now, the cat's out of the bag. Let me start seeing what I can do with this. And that was really the beginning of my own digging deep and going in and doing these things for myself. Now, consequently, this is a never ending process, but what I can tell you absolutely Every time I have an upgrade, it, it becomes evident to me. It is made certain in the life that I'm living. I know because I'm looking for things, I'm working on things. And then I see the evidence, I see the results. And I really get excited about it now at this point to identify things. As I said, it's a never ending journey. We are always identifying elements about our self-concept, upgrading them, experiencing the results in our lives. And I think that's really probably the main reason we even incarnate into this experience of self-discovery, overcoming, growing, expanding, that and love. But for sure, this is not unique to me. We are all doing this on some level. Some people more aware of it than others. Some people completely unconscious will spend their whole lives completely unconscious to the idea that they have a self-concept that it is guiding and ruling their lives. But when you open up to it, that's when the magic really starts to happen. Now, you've probably heard of the hero's journey. It is a standard story arc, both in media, you know, Lord of the Rings, all of the major movies, and every single one of our lives. We have some awareness within ourselves that there's something more possible, some desire, right, calling us to achieve this thing or to experience this thing, to discover and bring out into the world to make certain 
a part of ourselves and we go on the quest. It, there are challenges, the antagonists pop up and through all of these experiences, what happens is we discover things that we didn't realize we needed to discover that were really even part of it. And ultimately, at the end of the hero's journey, again, if all the movies or stories, if you've read them, they realize it was never really about the thing. And of course, they get the thing. The thing becomes easy, but they realize that it was about the journey, about the quest. And I like to look at self-concept that way, too. It's a very empowering point of view to have for self-concept. And then, of course, you get to go on the journey, experience all the things in your life. And so in the next episode, I'm going to share a bunch of really practical and wildly effective ways you can upgrade your self-concept. 